0: Hello and welcome to the Rewrite Your Story podcast. I'm your host, Emily Smith, and I am pumped to share my story with you and how I've used some incredibly powerful tools to rewrite my past, present, and future. And I'm here to share this with you so you too can see, know, and practice rewriting your own personal story and create the life you truly deserve and desire. So let's dive in and get started. Hello and welcome to episode eight of the Rewrite Your Story podcast. I'm really excited to be talking about the topic today, finding inspiration in failure. And the reason I'm so excited about this is because this topic has come about because I was asked to speak as an inspirational speaker at one of my local high school's school leaders day. So they were looking for an inspirational speaker and they thought of me and I was just so stoked, so happy that I was one of the people that was considered. And I got really excited, but then I thought, Oh my goodness, what am I going to say? Like, I want this to be super important, super inspirational, and really be one of the most incredible things, gifts that I can give to a group of teenagers who have shown up as leaders in their school and in their community. And you know what I came up with? It's what I'm going to be sharing with you today. I came up with what better way to be inspirational, but to actually talk about all of my failures. So... I'm going to share with you today a whole lot of my failures, the things that I have failed at in life. And I'll tell you what, it was actually really hard to come up with this list because I have changed my perception so much over time that I don't see much as the traditional view of failure anymore. So this was actually really quite difficult, but I want to share this with you because I think it's so important for us to recognize that successful people, whether that you see success through happiness or business or whatever success looks like. Successful people have all experienced failures. Every person on this planet experiences failures and it's what you do with them that counts. So let me tell you a little bit of my story and some of the things that I have failed to do, achieve, feel, experience in my life. So starting with when I was five years old, When I was five years old, I was learning to ride a bike and I didn't really get very far with that. And then a whole lot of things happened in my life uh, around my parents splitting up and me moving houses in parts of the country. And I didn't actually learn to ride a bike properly until I was 19 years old. So you know, throughout my whole teenage years when everyone else knew how to ride a bike. And even, you know, when I was an older kid, everyone else knew how to ride a bike and I didn't. And I was so scared to tell anyone. I was so embarrassed that it was such the most epic failure that people couldn't find out about it. So I would I'd lie about things so that I, you know, got out of riding a bike. I know when we had an adventure camp in sixth form, which is like, well, maybe it was fifth form, which is about the equivalent of year 10 or 11 in Australia. I had a day where we were meant to be going mountain biking and I I pretended like I loved caving so much, which I actually did. I really enjoyed caving, but I pretended that I loved caving so much that I wanted to do it twice. And the only person that knew that I couldn't actually ride a bike was one of the teachers who I was like, please don't make me get on a bike because I'm just going to fall off and hurt myself, Um, especially because it was mountain biking, not just you know, riding on a bike on a road. Um, So yeah, one of my failures, I never really learned to ride a bike until I was 19. And then I decided, okay, I really need to learn to ride a bike because I was going to Vietnam. And one of the ways you get around Vietnam is by riding a bike. So I learned to ride a bike and then I rode some of the most hectic streets in the world on a bicycle not long after I learned. Some other things that I failed at, I was doing dancing for five years. So I was a dancer for five years when I was a kid, and I never was able to do the splits. And I tell you what, I really thought that was a failure. I was never able to get all the way down to the ground. So I definitely felt like that was a failure. When I was, goodness, about seven or eight, I ran cross country and I came last. Epic fail. When I was younger, I really failed to control my anger. I needed an angry pillow and I might have talked about this in a previous episode. So I really failed to control my anger. When I was in year eight, I failed to protect myself from bullies and I was bullied for pretty much the majority of year eight and I almost left that school Uh, But luckily in New Zealand, year eight is the end of intermediate school or middle school. And that meant that I was then going to high school after that. And I was going to have, you know, different people around me. So I was able to move past that. But that whole of year eight, I failed to protect myself from bullies. When I was older, I failed to complete high school. I didn't do my last year of high school, and I also failed in my last semester that I was at high school to pass any of my subjects because I'd pretty much given up by then. I didn't care anymore, I knew I was leaving, and so I failed to pass any of what I was learning, any of the subjects that I was learning at that point in time. I failed to keep my job in the USA that I had, so I got a job in 2008 working in the USA, And it was like my dream job. Oh, my goodness. It was traveling around to universities and sharing information about volunteering overseas with university students. And it was such a fun job. Although I thought it was fun, there was definitely extremely stressful parts of it. And it was a very difficult job and a very difficult time because 2008 was the global financial crisis, which we didn't know was going to happen, right? Well, I certainly didn't at the time. And I lost my job. I was three weeks into my job and I was fired. So... Failed. failed at that epically. From there, I really failed to manage anxiety without medication. I failed to sleep without sleeping pills. So at that point in my life, I was, you know, relying on sleeping pills to get to sleep. And then when I decided I didn't want that, I still failed to manage my anxiety, so I needed to go on medication. I also failed when I was teaching in my first year of teaching, and I was teaching maths to year five, six. I had a girl in my class, Hannah, who was very bright and I was teaching them a multiplication strategy. Oh my goodness. This is such an embarrassing story to share, but I learned a lot from this. So I was teaching them a multiplication strategy. And towards the end of the lesson, towards the end of the lesson, Hannah said to me, miss, miss. When I use this strategy, I get a different answer to this other strategy. And I went, hmm. And I realized as I was looking at it with her that I had spent an entire hour teaching my class who were about to do NAPLAN the following week. So that's the national testing for anyone who's not in Australia. I taught them a strategy that didn't work. I taught them a strategy that got them the wrong answer for an entire hour of maths. This was my first term of teaching. And I then had to stand up in front of the class and tell them to forget everything they I'd learnt that last hour, the week before NAPLAN, and lose face and feel like I had completely failed as a teacher in that moment. So I wanted to share that with you because I want you to see that there are so many failures that you're going to experience in your life. And every person that you speak to has got their own set of failures that have been in their past and even more failures that are going to come in their future. The thing is we hear that quote, don't let your past define you, right? So I could say to you, don't let your failures define you. I could say that, but the thing is for the majority of us, it does. You see, our experiences have a huge impact on our perception, a huge impact on our perception. The the past, maybe it doesn't exist now. I know that. And I can share that with you that the past doesn't exist now, but it does create filters. And those filters in our mind distort our current reality and how we experience our lives now. So what if your failures do define you? Yeah. What if they do define you, but you choose how they define you? Instead of letting your failures mean that you suck, you're not good enough, you'll never amount to anything. Instead, you can choose for your past failures to define your future in a positive way. And let me explain how I've done this. So you know how I mentioned I came last in cross-country when I was younger? Well, at that point, I decided I'm not a runner. And I had all of these reasons, excuses to not be a runner. And I've talked about this in previous podcasts. Well, last year, I decided at the beginning of the year, 2019, that I was going to run a half marathon. I was going to be a runner and I was going to run a half marathon, which was 21.1 kilometers, pretty sure. 21 point something anyway, kilometers. And guess what? I did it. I ran a half marathon last year, was planning on doing one this year, but then obviously with COVID, things like that got canceled. It didn't happen. I'm still running though on a regular basis. And so I chose how that event, how that failure in my past defined me by saying, actually, what did I learn from this? How can I change this for myself? How could I do this differently? Right? Right. What else? So, managing anxiety and anger, that was something I really struggled to do. I failed to do that. I failed to manage my anxiety and anger in positive ways in the past. So, instead of letting that define me now, in the present, and in the future, instead, I decided to learn some strategies to study mindset to study it at such a deep level that I now help other people manage their anxiety and anger, not just myself, but help hundreds, if not thousands of people to do that too, right? So instead of letting that failure define me in a way that was out of my control, I chose, I chose to decide that I can actually use this in a really positive way. What else? Medication. I failed to manage to sleep without medication, manage anxiety without medication. So what did I do with that? Well, I didn't see that as a failure. I saw it as a stepping stone to get things under control so that I could then learn about things like nutrition and how that affects my mind and my sleep, about mindset and all the pillars to anxiety that allow me to manage sleep and anxiety without medication now. I didn't complete high school, right? I didn't complete high school, but I ended up going on to become a teacher and teaching high school and being able to now this week go in and inspire young people to become more than what they think they were or weren't in high school. Because high school is a tricky time. High school is a time where we have so many beliefs going back and forth in our head, positive and negative. Who do I listen to? Can I trust myself? How do I protect myself? There's so much going on. And of course, I went through a lot of that myself as a teenager. And instead of letting that define me in a negative way now as an adult, I can look at that and see all of the ways in which I can use that to inspire other people. Another thing, I don't think I mentioned this failure. I didn't sell. There was an online course when I first set up my business doing mindset coaching. It was fitness mindset coaching at the time. And I spent months setting up this online fitness mindset course. And do you know what happened? I launched it and not a single person purchased it. Not a single person purchased it. And even to make things worse or what I perceived to be worse at the time was I had contacted an influencer who spoke to my niche of people that I wanted to reach. And I asked her to go through that, that online course, you know, for free to get her feedback. And if she liked it, then she could share it as an influencer that was going to really benefit her and me. Right. And she got through the first third of that online course and gave me such horrible feedback I just cried. I cried and cried for hours when I received her feedback, right? What an epic fail. So when you look at that now, I could have given up. And I tell you what, I wanted to give up. I really wanted to give up at that point. But instead, I allowed myself to cry and cry and cry and allow myself to feel that. And then I took the feedback. I pivoted. I changed. I never gave up. And now I currently have over 100 members in my online membership program and I'm a sold out one-to-one coach with a waiting list. I have a free Facebook group of over 2,000 amazing, engaged, inspiring women. And I got there because I took that feedback and I changed because it wasn't just about giving up and saying, well, I failed, I'm not good enough, I can't do that, et cetera. All of those beliefs that were not true. It was simply about asking myself the question, well, how can I do things differently? What did I learn from this and how could this actually be an incredible opportunity? Right? The thing is you are going to have failures. Everyone's going to have failures. So you're going to have failures. Sometimes even on a daily basis, you're going to have failures. So what I want to encourage you to do is celebrate them celebrate your failures. We don't need to just celebrate success. We also need to celebrate failures because they are an integral part of success. So how do we celebrate failures? I want you to ask yourself daily, What did I fail at today? And this isn't about going out of your way to purposely fail so that you can ask yourself this question, okay? Because no matter what day it is, you could probably look at anything in your day and think, oh, okay, I failed to only have one coffee or I failed to have five servings of vegetables or if you can find little things, right? You can always find little things that could be perceived as a failure. And it doesn't matter if it's small. It might be small. It might be big. It doesn't matter. Because all of those failures, they all contain the most incredible lessons for you to embrace. So instead of when you notice those failures, feeling sad, frustrated, angry, or annoyed at the failure, choose to feel inspired. Inspired because you can find inspiration in failure. Today, listening to me, you've listened to me share about all of my failures And I'm sure that it has allowed you to feel inspired. So you can find inspiration in failure. So choose to feel inspired. That failure can be whatever you intend it to be. So intend it to be an epic learning, an opportunity for new understanding and growth. Ask yourself these questions and write them down. Use your journal. I talk about journaling all the time in terms of a self-coaching tool. Okay. Ask yourself, what did I learn from this? What can I choose to do differently next time? And how could this actually be the perfect thing to have happened? Sometimes reflection helps with this as well. So things that have happened in the past that maybe you feel like you didn't deal with so well, that's okay because you can still take the learnings from this. For example, when I lost my job in the USA, I've always believed that everything happens for a reason. But when I lost that job, It just felt so incredibly unfair and that there's no reason, there's no good reason for this to have happened. And now when I can look back at that, I can see so many reasons for that to have happened because it led me down a new path, a path that is even more successful than what I could have imagined. It also led me to meeting my husband because I ended up moving to Australia and becoming a teacher It led me to some of the most amazing things that I have in my life today. So sometimes it can help to look at things from your past that you feel like you failed at and asking yourself those questions. What did I learn? How can I choose to do differently? How can I choose to see this differently? And how could this actually be the perfect thing to have happened? So the most significant periods of upheaval in the world lead to the most significant growth. Now, I know I'm talking about the world now, but I want you to see this as a really big picture, okay? Sometimes it helps to look at the big picture instead of getting stuck in the nitty gritty details. If you think about World War I and World War II, after those significant periods of upheaval, there was a huge amount of growth afterwards, growth that people couldn't have even imagined. And I'd also like to predict that after COVID-19, our world is going to experience and is already experiencing a huge shift that's laying the foundations for Intense growth in so many ways that, again, we can't even imagine. So it comes down to seeing now that in the world, if that world, significant period of upheaval, change, breakdown, whatever it is, can create significant growth, the same can be for you. So remember, any significant failure, breakdown, upheaval can actually lead you to the most significant positive changes, breakthroughs, growth, and success in your life. Take a moment today to find inspiration in your own failures. Ask yourself the questions that I've mentioned throughout this podcast today and find your own inspiration in your failures because everyone's failed many, many times in their lives. You're going to continue to fail many times in your life. But when you can find inspiration in those failures, you get to choose differently how it impacts you and therefore have so much more mind magic, mind power over the outcome in your life. I hope this episode has opened your eyes to a new way of looking at failure and that you use this new outlook to step into your greatness despite any perceived failures that you've had or continue to have or ever have in the future. And I'd love for you to DM me and share how you've been inspired by your own failures going through this process that I've shared with you today. So thanks for joining me this week on the Rewrite Your Story podcast. Make sure to visit my free Facebook group, The Wonder Woman Mindset and Movement Squad. There's a link in the show notes where you can access loads of free resources. And if you found value in this podcast, please subscribe or follow and share it with your friends that you think would love this show too. If you have liked this podcast, you might want to check out my coaching services and membership programs by jumping onto my website, www.bethinkdocoaching.com. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode. Thank you and peace out.